0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: All right, former GEO coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Now that we know that the Giants are going to be bringing back Daniel Jones and giving him a contract in every single game that he plays and plays well, that number is going up and up and up. Do we know for a fact that they're going to have enough room or be able to pay oh, yeah. Saquon Barkley what he wants to pay? Well. Be paid two? Because Daniel Jones, they'll keep clearly now. That's not a discussion anymore. They'll pay him, and he should want to stay here. As you said, I'm sure there's other teams that would inquire, but there's no way they're going to let him go, especially after Sunday. But I wonder, in the cap situation that they have, now having to pay a quarterback, can they also pay Saquon Barkley what he is looking for? They could pay him. But can they pay him what he is looking for? Now, the saving grace here, as we always talk about, is that franchise tag. And that number for a running back is not that high. So it seems to me that that's probably the way they're going to go. But you've seen players react negatively about franchise tags throughout the the course of football since it's been put in in the CBA. Because especially a guy who's a running back is like, wait a second. You know, you see how we're treated after... We're 30 years old, now I'm wasting another year under this franchise tag and not having a long-term deal, and my value continues to depreciate.
2: I mean, but his his career also tells you how many games has he missed. Yep. You know, when he's healthy and he's ready to roll, like, he he didn't want to... He, you know, there, there must be something wrong with him, because there was a chance where he had a pick up a blitzer this past week against Minnesota, and he just basically shot away from it. He just did not want any part of it. And then... Later on in the game, you know, and I think he maybe he has a left shoulder issue. I'm not really sure. But later on in the game, he did lower that left shoulder on the sideline when he had the ball in his hand. Yeah. so well, It looks he, good running it. Yeah, no, he doesn't like pass blocking very often. Yeah. I can tell you that. But I just, you know, the thing about uh, him could be the same thing with what happened with the Steelers. And, and they're running back. Yeah. You're uh, talking about uh, back in the day, on Bell. Mm-hmm. on Bell. Well, yep. you know, They offered him a contract in the offseason. Technically, you know, they're saying that it would have made him the highest-paid running back in the league at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all this fakeliness and all this phony money that's attached to these contracts. I don't know what the Giants were offering during the bye week. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see what those numbers are and and you know how far off they were. But I don't you know I don't know. Is there a team out there that's going to pay you know? Saquon Barkley twenty million dollars a year. I don't think.
1: No. Yeah, probably not. I mean, there's always one team out there that's willing to make a bad deal because they're desperate. Or they feel like it's the missing piece, or you know, they lost in the playoffs because their run game was terrible, and they feel like they have a window, and maybe they overpay the guy. There's always a team out there like that. But I, I just the way that the running back position is looked at in today's NFL. There, There's just nobody in their right mind that's going to give $20 million a year to a running back, especially after they saw the way that the Ezekiel Elliott contract has worked out, where the guy who's better than him is making a quarter of his money. I would say it really does suck for the running
2: back, especially the one that's going to get the ball a lot of times. But the, the other thing about the giant running game, a lot of it is Daniel Jones. So... Some of the wear and tear is taken off of Saquon Barkley just simply because, you know, Daniel Jones is running with the ball so much. That's right. And this is the, the offense that Mike Kafka and Brian Dable want to run. They want their quarterback to be athletic and they're going to call runs for him. And they're going to want him to take off and run with the ball every now and again when, you know, something breaks down and he can extend a play. So it's a really unique kind of situation for Saquon Barkley. I, I you know, you, you're you probably thinking more guaranteed money up front. If I were his camp, I that's what I would want, and maybe I'll take a little less in the back end. But uh, what what is he now? Twenty six? Yeah, I think I think so. I'll double check that. Yeah. So I mean, he's it's, got four he's, more years this before is, the this league this this says is he's worthless.
1: Right. This is his bite at the apple right now. Yeah, twenty five will be actually will be twenty six February 9th. Right. So
2: twenty, you know, five year deal maybe. I don't. You know, it's tough. It's it is not a really easy tough deal, and it can't be a, it can't be a, like a lot of guaranteed money that's going to kill the cap if he's injured.
1: Right, and the Giants, who still are not in the best cap situation, and they had to Joe Shane, which was amazing, really, that he had. He was handed this team that, you know, you didn't feel like had much talent on it, and then... They were still in cap hell, and then Brian Dable squeezed out as much as he did from it, but still, like, the cap situation still isn't great. The good news is they found their quarterback of the future. They'll
2: make it work somehow financially. They'll figure that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, They still have to pay Dexter Lawrence. Um, They're going to end up having to pay those couple tackles in a couple years. So there are some big contracts that are coming down uh, the pipe here, and, you know, you got to try to figure out where Saquon fits and all this stuff especially you know if there's another team out there that is willing to give him some sort of big
1: contract which i also think about with daniel jones now i know that you have said now for weeks that he needs to stay with brian dable and i agree with that but i just wonder because there are 31 other teams out there and there are teams desperate for quarterbacks and i can't believe that this is actually a discussion because i really thought that It was going to be the end for Daniel Jones and the Giants, and if he hit free agency, he'd end up signing somewhere as a backup. That clearly isn't the case now. But could another team drive up that price for the Giants or make it very difficult for them to get this deal done, because they have seen what Daniel Jones has done, and they're saying, "Wait a second, I can get this guy in his prime now. I'm going to give him that crazy contract." I mean, is yeah, that? I mean, I that's not relatively crazy. I mean, it's not a crazy thought. Well, I would say, like, let's say Mike Kafka gets a head coaching job
2: somewhere like right. Carolina. Sure,
1: I, I want Daniel Jones. He could run my offense. You know, now all of a sudden it becomes interesting. Yeah, I mean, and then David Tepper down there, the owner's not afraid to spend.
2: And quite frankly, the thing that they love about Daniel Jones is his size, his size and athleticism. You know, this is not a six foot one quarterback. This is yeah. a six foot five quarterback. And we see him in training camp. It's you re, you're reminded of how big he is, right, and how good he is athletically. So he he's not Josh Allen for sure, but they have created. An opportunity for him to play like Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. which is what he's doing. But, you know, he's not as reckless as Josh is. Josh runs down the field. You know, he's looking to run people over sometimes. He's trying to leap over people. And, you know, he's like uh, indestructible. Uh, Daniel's a little bit different than that. But Daniel still possesses those same type of athletic abilities that you want to take advantage of if you're an offensive coordinator and like i said brian dable has brought the best out in this kid yeah and the best part of what he brought out in this kid is the lack of turnovers the no not being careless with the football
1: and and also now be he is the unquestioned leader of the franchise Now, I'm not thinking that Daniel Jones is going to go anywhere. I think that the fact that they gave him another opportunity and John Mara had his back, I think that he probably thinks that he owes it to the Giants to come back. And obviously, he's got the right head coach. Oh, I don't think he feels like he owes anything to the Giants. I would think so. The the type of personality that he has? Here's the thing. Uh, You know, again,
2: he has a chance now. Remember, the team did not pick up the fifth-year option. So the point in his mind, I'm thinking is all oh, I got to go out there and prove myself. Okay, I'm going to have a ginormous boulder on my shoulder, and I'm going to go out and prove myself because you didn't want to pick up my fifth year option because you, did, you you guys didn't have enough belief in me, which is a good thing for him now. Yeah, it's a really good thing for him now because that fifth year option doesn't hamstring him. The and the um, the uh, the tag, the franchise tag, is enormous. Yeah, so I would think that if I am. The the representatives for Daniel Jones. That's where I'm starting. Sure, that's, I am
1: starting at that number at the franchise tag level, and this is something that really hasn't been talked about: the fact that another team could swoop in and take Daniel Jones away from the New York Giants. Now, that cap number for or not cap number, that uh, salary number for the franchise tag for a quarterback is astronomical. So it's not as easy for a team to just retain a guy with the franchise tag on a quarterback as it no, would be a you, running back.
2: You, you have to give a guy a signing bonus. You gotta spread it out. You gotta lessen the impact on the, you know, next year's salary cap by doing that with him.
1: Yeah. But if there's a team, let's say that there's a team hell bent on trying to get Lamar Jackson and they're thinking, All right, we need Lamar Jackson, he's gonna be a free agent, he takes a free agent visit there. Let's say that the The Ravens don't put the franchise tag on him, but he's still negotiating with the Ravens. And he decides to stay there in Baltimore. And that team is like, uh uh-oh, now what? Could they go, let's back up the truck for Daniel Jones and try to get him out of New York? It it could be, depending if the coaches know him and they run a
2: similar offense. Look, Daniel Jones, Like to me, um, I was lucky to have Bruce Coslett and Sam Weiss my early part of my career. They got the best out of me as a player. And then you know, all of a sudden, the, the the coaching staff starts splitting up. You lose your offense coordinator. He goes getting head job there. You're then they bring in somebody else to replace him, and he's not the same guy that gets the best out of you. Doesn't know you that well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 a revolving door. I I as much as I'm sure Mike Kafka would love to be a head coach, I hope he doesn't get the job because I want him to stay here and I want him to keep working with Daniel Jones and keep working with Brian Dayball and keep getting the best out of
1: Daniel. Yeah, and he's probably thinking too, like we're building something here and there's absolutely no guarantee that if I go somewhere else that we're going to be able to have as much success as we're having now and look at who we're doing it with. And he presumably would think that the roster would get even better after this offseason. So I, I still think, I mean, I think he's going to come back. I, I think the Giants will work it out. It's just that now after that game that we saw him on Sunday and now if he plays another great game, against the Philadelphia Eagles, we're talking about a whole different situation. This is a guy who does not have a contract passed this year. And there are going to be general managers and coaches out there. They're going to look at him and say, you know, that have a quarterback problem and say, man, this could be the answer. He has figured it out. He is now getting in his prime. He had his best year. He's going to get better. And we know what quarterbacks—we've seen Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen big contracts handed out. I mean, hell, you know, Kyler Murray in the playoffs last year looked like he played blindfolded. Daniel Jones in the playoffs this year had one of the best games at a running quarterback. I shouldn't call him a running quarterback, but a quarterback who— r- Dual-threat quarterback. Dual-threat quarterback has had in the history of the playoffs. Oh, that, was a, that was
2: an unbelievable game so, against, against a bad defense. So now, if he can do it this week against this defense— and go out there and lead his team to victory. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Absolutely. It's going to keep going up there. And if he plays half as good as he played against the Minnesota Vikings, he's going to give his team a chance to play. I don't necessarily know he has to play that perfect of a game in this particular game. To me, this one is on the, this is really on the defense because they have the dual threat quarterback that was having an MVP year. And, you know, he is a little, I don't know, jitterbug out on the, on the on the football field. He's like impossible to
1: tackle. Yeah, I mean, when he's healthy and moving around, it's definitely a major challenge. Drew with Long Beach. What's going on, Drew?
2: Hey, good morning, guys. Gio, with Peace and Love two weeks ago after Baltimore, you threatened to throw me off the air for saying what you just said.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, things have changed, and I've seen the light, (laughs) and I was wrong, and you were right. I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, things have changed dramatically, and you had the foresight, and I did not.
2: I love you, brother. Keep touching the money for the Giants. Keep pushing us in that direction.
1: Alright, very good. I told you, whatever the Giants fans want me to do, I'll do this week. If you want me to pick the Giants because you feel like that'll help them, then I will. If you want me to pick the Eagles and say that they're going to win, I will do that if you think it's going to help them. Whatever you want. Now, I don't have the same power over the Giants as I do with the Vikings. Like That team is was created back in 1961 to eventually ruin my life, but... I maybe can help in this regard. As well. I will say though that this morning you sound like you got a little
2: pep in your step. You're not dragging. I like guess you weren't you weren't you were dragging a little bit yesterday, and of course last week you were dragging all the way up until the last five minutes of the show. Uh, so whatever you know, you know happened over the weekend.
1: I feel like you're kind of coming out of it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it dragging as much as it was negative, you know? It was more of a negative feel, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I know, believe me, I know, I've been sitting here. Yeah, I, I, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to, to dwell? Am I supposed to, to stay in that new no, place? No, you dwell, you gotta get out of it. I, I, I have to, I gotta move on, there's nothing I could do about it. I'm just, all I do is keep refreshing Ed Donatel Google News search, hoping that he's fired. That's what I've been doing all morning long. So once I get that, then I'll feel even better. But yeah, I mean, I I have to, you got to move on. What are you going to do? I mean, I still feel like crap about it. I still sit here and think about it, but what do I, yeah, yeah,
3: There's
1: nothing you. you can do. You got to move on. It's right. Exactly. You lay miserable here for the rest of the week.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
1: Hi, Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Oh, look at that. It's some video on CBS Sports Network of the 40-mile bike tour. where Everybody's having a grand old time riding their bikes, which is something that... Uh, you were having me do again yes, in May. Yes, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. I thought the original plan was to get everybody on the show to participate in it, but then it just ended up being me. Well, you know why? Because you and I have done it before,
2: and the rest of these guys around here are just worthless when it comes to <laughs> stuff like this. Uh, all hello? they want all they want is freaking free stuff. Well, what That's about CeeLo? Yeah.
4: Yeah, you know. Well, you're you're here all the time. I love that. I understand. But you guys had Jerry had to knock out of the holiday dinner. I heard that that day. Oh, CeeLo's got a lot going on in his life. So you passed me over for that. Yeah. Passed me over for the bike. The bike tour, the softball's gone. By yeah. the way, can you bring back the charity hockey game? Because I've just got back on skates, and I'd love to be a part of yeah, that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that?
2: the thing is, is, like, these people don't want to do anything. Okay, but I'm, i right, understand. I mean, like, they live, like, different lives right. now, like, because I likes to do nothing totally. So, so just exclude them. I'll be honest. Uh, you know, so. Eddie's doing his thing, whatever that is, crocheting or whatever. And then, you know, <laughs> Gio's over here, got two kids. <laughs> uh, I mean, crocheting. Jerry's running all over the freaking country doing games and everything else like that. I got the dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. No, mean,
1: yeah It better be a nice day like you had last year, because the the year we did it, it was just miserable. It was raining the entire time. It was windy. We did it. We did it. We finished it, yeah. We ended up taking that that shot somewhere on the BQE. We pulled over and stretched out and drank some alcohol and said let's do it let's finish this thing. thing
4: this weather here on this footage looks fabulous yeah, know.
1: last year was
2: unbelievable
4: now who's this your bike and they threw a camera on there no
2: i think this is their own biker i'm not sure who they this had is. their
4: own biker just to get the footage
1: yeah, i guess so you'd have to ask uh Stephen, Stephen walger of course hey yeah steven walger you there where'd you get this uh footage from
4: hey good morning our director ran this uh, did the race last year
2: jesus man oh, that's the right i saw did. him out there yeah, that's right i remember that i mean the voice well it's still not
1: bad better yeah, but... I, the well, doctor said it could be a while. Really? What is it? Yeah. What, was it laryngitis or something? No, it's uh, a virus in my
4: throat, which is cured. It's just the voice is not bad yet.
1: Jeez, man. You just uh, sucked on a helium balloon. <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Drinking a lot of tea.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, the oh. best of luck. Get well God, soon there, Steve. Right, Thank you, guys. All right. Mm. Yeah. So uh <laughs> May second or something is the bike tour. I forget. I gotta get the bike old Seventh, tuned up. Oh, and you've got um Tierney doing it too because I do have
0: Tierney's own doing team. It, yes.
1: yep. Well, you know, you should join his team. Okay. Why
2: did you join his team? He's looking for team members. I try not to invite myself to things, but... Uh, now, for you, you just told me you wanted no, to be invited. No, I do, I do,
4: I do. But I try, I, you said, why am I not on his team?
2: Because I try not to. With you, Like, it's he a was complaining different. to me all of a sudden, like, he's kind of he backing out of it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. I'm like, hey, you wanted that helmet. You came in here charging oh, yeah. in here like a, you know, like a, a bull in a china shop. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're on our team then. Here and have my, the helmet.
1: My older sister wants to ride on for your team.
2: Well, she can ride for the total Team Boomer, yes. but I have Team No, no, out. yeah, not
1: your specific Team Right, team so boomer. she
2: can ride, maybe she wants to ride with uh, Brandon Tierney. No, oh, there's the breakfast, finally. Yeah, so Tierney's trying to back out? So no, you- no, 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 he's not backing out, but, you know, he's, he's giving me a little, like, eh, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Well, why don't you just get the helmet back, and then he can back out if he'd like? <laughs> I think that would be perfect. So, well, I, I, we made a deal, so I don't know. I I, yeah. think I should hold him to the deal. And my man Sal Graziano and Save, He is raised, killing it right now. Yeah, he's raising a ton of money. He and, is. And the hill Cornhole, Cornhole guys and George Politis, they're all just pumping money into that uh, into that Team Boompa. There
2: you go. So we got Team Boompa. So you tell Tierney that you'd like to race on his team. And then Eddie, your, your what would you say, your niece? Sister, my sister. older sister. Oh, you older sister. Okay. So why don't you do that You know, and put him on Tierney's team? He's
1: actually even involved, or get a you know, get involved. Yeah. I mean, he's going to show up in like the ultimate biking outfit. Can't you just see him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody
2: gets a biking
1: T-shirt, yeah, know, or, just, or a bike shirt. No, yeah, he's, but he's going to go over yeah. the top with it.
2: He'll have like the. Uh,
4: like the leotard on. Oh, yeah, the That's whole probably thing. not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. Just trying, trying to, to help it up the
1: A-gap. Yeah. I was like, all right, here we go. Time to jam it up the A-gap. <laughs> He's like click clacking with the shoes. <laughs> all right, here we go. Yeah, see you at the finish line. I'll be there about a half hour before you, fatty. Start <laughs> <laughs> oh. sure stroking it. <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh, boy. All see right, C-Lo, uh, you got an update? I'm going to try, yeah. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Also brought to you by the Progressive New York Boat Show. Visit nyboatshow.com. Cowboys just outclassed the Bucks last night in pretty much every way. 31-14 the final. I think we can all agree it was more one-sided than that. Dak Prescott had a hand in all five Dallas touchdowns, four passing, one rushing. You had the four missed extra points by Brett Maher though, and uh, that added another layer to this one. Dak was visibly frustrated on the sideline at one point, but certainly supportive after the victory.
3: I'm Money Maher's
2: biggest fan. i uh- Obviously, I've been shown the video of me, uh, and that's just emotion. That's just that's part of it. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I talked to him individually. Told him just told him after the game, hey, let that go. We're gonna need it. Um, I just played like a week ago, so I mean, that that, that happens money maher there yeah
1: i mean that that's a great answer there i'm uh, that's should? why i love that's why i love that kid yeah who, he always answers <laughs> yeah. the questions right what who shows him that video though like someone does someone like from pr be like dak just so you know this is this no, is they all go over go in the in place there.
2: no they all go in there they immediately check their phones but and he they said said someone it. showed no, i think video. Gio's right
1: they're
4: like hey you might get this question right if, if so that's what that's a good job by the pr staff
2: 100 prepare
4: him so that he's aware of what people might say that he can get himself ready to give that great answer you just heard that's how
2: it's done I mean, it's amazing that that little football couldn't go through those uprights <laughs> <laughs> four yeah. times yeah. that little big yeah, football time. just getting yeah. you're sitting right there and they and he's putting it on the right hash or the left hash it's in the middle
4: what are we doing yeah. what are we doing well they won, and no plans to make a change, at least according to Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones, in advance of Sunday against the 49ers. Speaking of which, here was McCarthy's postgame speech to his team, or at least uh, the part that the Cowboys are willing to share following their first road playoff win in some 30 years.
1: Great job. We got to go home, but you know, when we touch down, we're on to the 49ers. Okay? We're on to the 49ers. So great job. So proud of you. Outstanding. All right? Let's enjoy this. Enjoy this. Play around. Let's celebrate one another. Love one another. Outstanding. We're under a 4 What? Who are we playing? The four-row. <laughs> Coach, road. who are we playing? The four-row.
2: It's okay. interesting. Your buddy, uh, Andrew Filippone from Pittsburgh, put out a very, very interesting tweet this morning. Yes, he did. He did. Mike McCarthy now has 11 playoff wins. Mike Tomlin has nine. This is Filippone talking. They've coached the same number of years, and McCarthy beat Mike Tomlin in the Super Bowl. Yeah, How about Tom- that? Yet, Tomlin is beloved by the national media, and McCarthy, for a long time, has been a punching bag. That's right. right. Wow. Why is is that? I don't know. Mm, Why is that? I I think because Mike Tomlin's awesome at his press conference. Yeah, I want to
4: jump in and get very defensive, because I love Mike Tomlin, but facts are facts.
1: Facts are facts. He is a punching bag, this Mike McCarthy.
4: Now, um, just let me play this last part again, where he says... Let's love one another and tell me if there's just a noise or if he makes it like a kissy sound here. Cause I'm honestly not sure.
1: Celebrate one another, love one another. Outstanding. Right there.
4: No. Is that there's just no a click? The... You, you thought it was like a. I went, well, he said love one another. i <laughs> just that, no, was that, that was like a dry tongue. I've not tongue. looked at
2: the video. I just have the audio. That was a dry tongue coming off the roof of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I,
4: I agree. I just wanted your input just to make sure that we all are on yeah, the that, that
2: <laughs> dry tongue yeah. come off the roof of your mouth? Oh, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Lips
1: smacking stuff, sure. Sometimes it's you know when you really dry dry mouth. Uh Yeah, Mm. imagine if you just grabbed whatever player was next to him and (laughs) kissed him on the lips. We're gonna love one another.
4: Coach, what the? Hell? That would be awesome. They did put the big chain on him, and then you saw him do the dance, yes, or yeah. oh, he ain't even call it a dance. It was very brief. He attempted something he should be like
2: that guy
1: that you found on uh, the Lebanese guy. Oh God, he's actually I found out he was from Turkey by the way. Uh, he was in the he was in the Lebanese Cold Stone for that particular commercial, but he's originally from from Turkey. Yes, that guy with the big the big y- gut. You've yes. seen him. Uh, did you uh, see that
4: Well, after I saw your performance right. and This I, guy's the yes, best yes. Oh
1: god he's just the absolute best and they hire him Can't put money on
2: me Messi o momento Woah all
0: the Zaffre yeah, starts there up Need that up <laughs> He's
1: <eating your> sandwich. <laughs> this is what he does. So I've got a bacon, egg, and cheese in front of me that I'm showing for the people listening on the radio. This is what he
3: shows to the camera. <laughs> Dope, dope, dope.
4: yes, 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 double double double, yes, yes, yes. yes. All right. yep. You know what's going to be fun the next time you like do a fast and you're down 30 pounds and CBS more stomach like breaks that one out and you're like, what the hell was I doing there? I'm
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, not eating now.
4: Five yeah. years later down the road, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's right remember that you're not eating now
1: well eating like i used to oh you know what i'm saying right. i would have know what i'm saying i would have snorted that bacon and <laughs> cheese about two weeks ago <laughs> uh,
2: he's uh you know he's uh he's on a pause right now on mm, pause yeah a little pause the okay. up and down
1: the yo-yo continues <laughs> yes
4: uh tom brady asked about the end zone interception said he was trying to throw it away just didn't get enough on it and that was kind of a problem throughout that a very
2: last night. Yeah.
4: Big picture, team-wise, this loss was indicative of their entire
2: season. That's typically the way we played all year, just inefficient in the passing game and not very good in the run game, so... Uh Yeah, it's hard to be good
4: teams like that. Yeah, kind of a bad combo. He ended up with a career-high 66 attempts, 35 of 66, 351, a couple of touchdowns and the pick. A lot of that came late after they were behind 24-0. Didn't commit one way or another on his future. Said he would go for a good night's sleep and then take it uh, one day at a time. With a day to cool off and think things over, let's see if uh, Joey Bosa felt differently about his conduct as his Chargers choked away their big lead in Jacksonville Saturday night. He, of course, slammed his helmet into the ground which netted two unsportsmanlike conduct penalties some extended thoughts here uh and he has a little bit of a beef with the officiating
2: crew i need to be more accountable for my actions obviously but it's uh It's a heated game. I think there just needs to be more accountability. On, uh, I mean, if I say something to them, I get a forty thousand dollars fine. But if they blow a call that ruins an entire team's season, they get to. They're probably back in the locker room after the game, like,
3: I got that. Yeah, got him. 15 yards, what a loser. I guarantee it. That's what they're fucking talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the great clips of the NFL season. Wow. <laughs> he's losers are <laughs> back in the back. So you who oh, got him?
2: You Stupid look at that
1: highlight, he was held. He yeah. was 100% I understand.
2: held.
4: There were definitely some missed yeah. calls, as there often are, not just in this game, but uh, even in the Giant game, you know, we had, I think, Kayvon Thibodeau got held once, didn't get called. The Dexter Lawrence roughing the passer was pretty, pretty weak. I mean, it happens.
2: Yeah. You know, the, um, they picked, they handpicked these referees. And this whole expedited review is helping these guys. Yeah. And I think it's keeping the game moving forward. It definitely did that. I'll yeah. tell you, that Buffalo-Miami game went on forever. But the though. first half was like two
1: hours. It was crazy.
4: Oh, Brutal. Uh, Sean Payton being courted by multiple teams right now, and he's been pretty public about it out there, taking interviews, answering questions. He was in studio with Colin Coward, I guess this was yesterday, talking Texans, and let's listen to him in real time, realize he's about to rip the rest of the teams in the division, and then tries to pivot on the fly.
2: you are in a division that you can at least look at and say, all right, Indy, Tennessee, Jacksonville is nothing, but you you can at least, all right, how do we, so I, I think there's, growth potential immediately there from their two or three wins that's
4: unedited. <laughs> I, I cannot he believe was say something it's pivot time. yeah you know
2: yeah. What, I, what i don't what i don't really get is why he's giving interviews publicly like this yeah you know under these circumstances he ran his
4: whole schedule where he was like i got this team later yeah. this week i'm gonna go to new york and meet with the panthers i got the broncos
1: well he's also employed by fox i know now. that so that's why he's doing you're talking about doing interviews like with colin cowherd or doing interviews with teams I, I, oh, I would yeah. tell Fox I'm not doing any interviews yeah. with pu- public interviews Yeah, he doesn't even like coaching interviews. Yeah, things. but he's probably, Fox is like, listen, we're paying you, man. You got to go and do this. Okay. And you're a name that everybody's talking about, so we're giving you money to be on our platform, so get your ass out there. Even
4: week 18 on, I, I don't know if it was their pregame, somewhere, I think Jake Laser asked him, okay, scale of one to ten. Are you back? What number are you back with Fox next year? And he's like, ah, oh, seven. He's just being very open and honest about the situation. Wow. So, you
2: know, and everybody thinks that he's openly politicking for the Chargers' job. Okay. Joey Boss is probably good.
1: Get that analytics dweeb out of here. <laughs> what a wuss, idiot. <laughs> Supposedly all the players call uh, Coach Staley. Brandon Staley, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what a nerd. God doesn't know anything about football. He's never played football in his life.
2: Scotty at Amityville. Scotty, what's
1: happening? Hey, guys, I mean, that Joey Boster clip is amazing on so many levels, <laughs> but doesn't he remind you of freaking Silence of the Lambs? We puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> I'm I'm little gonna little. The <laughs> in the basket. I'm going to skin
2: those wraps. Those MFers are just kind losers. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, you're right. This is the same thing now. this like Brooke Lopez. Put the lotion yes. in the basket
1: yes. or else
0: it gets the hose again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: pretty good yeah i mean i wouldn't put it by joey bosa at some point he was wearing a ref's face (laughs) (laughs) had to be done sorry
2: between him Uh, and his brother could you imagine those dinners you know when they were growing up no yeah i think about like howie and diana long's kids yeah those three maniacs yeah they probably like put a cow in the backyard and made them (laughs) Kill it with their bare <laughs> hands, and then bring in the meat. And, and, and of course, Bosses, you know, Dad, the, you know, he was a pro defensive uh, lineman as well,
4: and was very involved with their where I think they went to school, yeah, and yeah, yeah, draft, yeah, all the, draft, draft situation, yeah, all that. Yeah. who was telling me? I think uh, was it? Oh, uh, James Warder used to work here. Got He was screening a call on the network one day. It's like, oh, uh, my son's actually going to get drafted, you know? And he's, oh yeah, I'm, uh, whatever the dad's, I'm so and so Bosa. He just called up the network whenever he wanted to come on and talk about his son's getting drafted. Wow. Not, hey, I'm a booked guest. He called the call the call in line to chat that, about that. That
1: Bosa house is the exact opposite of my house that is filled with women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you couldn't get, you couldn't get more opposite ends of the spectrum. The Bosa's sitting around. Just drinking each other's blood. Two daughters putting on makeup with tutus on. You know? Oh, that's great. I feel like Gallo would fit in well with them.
4: Gallo? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Just from list, like, listening to the voice. Oh, just from the and voice that, like, standpoint. Like, personality the, wise, no, absolutely the cadence, not. The cadence and the, 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 uh,
1: True. Yeah, the, conversation. the deep voice.
4: Yeah. The vocabulary.
1: What, what about like the dopey Gronk brothers with them? Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. The, those guys <laughs> together? That's like prehistoric man right there. <laughs> <laughs> those are like that street caveman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gala was the scullery maid <laughs> for the Boses. <laughs> hey. I do their errands. Hey, Gala, you bridge troll. Make me a meatloaf sandwich. Alright, bro. Alright, fine. Lay off me. <laughs> Weirdo with your weird-ass beard. God, I'll have to give you no know, swirly because I will. Ugh. Now go outside and step in all the dog crap with your bare feet <laughs> and like it. Get it stuck between your toes. Scullery maid. Alright. You done?
4: Rangers-Devils won, the Islanders blew a 3 nothing <laughs> lead and lost in overtime to the Capitals. Nets tonight on The Fan. By
1: Geo the fan and CBS Sports network divisional playoff weekend set with the Dallas Cowboys beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night and sending Tom Brady into the offseason where we don't know what he's going to do. Now, I know that we have said things before like, you know, we were talking about this before the people were talking about this, but I swear I was the first one on this. I swear that I was the first one on this story. This model who is somewhere in Eastern Europe, it it may actually be a Russian model, who is involved potentially with Tom Brady. Her name is Veronica Raychek, and I brought her up to you, and I said, now the reason I paid attention, it was this article about her that that had gone... I mean, she's gorgeous. Well, yeah, obviously, but I'm saying the the reason I knew about her, there's millions and millions of people who look good in the world, but so there was an article about her about something totally different like a year ago, I was like, that's a strange, something she said that was strange, and she got attention because of Instagram followers. Hmm. And then I saw her pop up with the Tom Brady jersey one day on Instagram, and I said, there you go. This is right after the divorce. Now, everybody's got it now. Yeah. So last night, before the game, she posts pictures in, like, lingerie with a Tampa Bay Buccaneers 12 doll stuffed in her underwear. So
2: if she's dating him, she's not doing that. There's no way if they're dating, she's doing that. How do we know she's not back crap crazy? Well, she may be, but I'm just saying, if they were together, she doesn't need to do that.
1: Okay. She doesn't need to. Doesn't mean she doesn't want to. And there she was, you know, rooting him on. And then she said some stuff afterwards, like one man can't solve all the problems. Was basically blaming the team. You know, like Giselle used to do, and saying that Tom wasn't the reason why they lost? I don't know, man. There's something going on there. Like, to be that obsessed with Tom Brady and not have a relationship there, and then also she went to the one game, well, I think or so? the jersey. <clears throat> so where would these latest photos taken? Uh, I don't know. She's just like up against the wall or is something. Is she in Slovenia or something or what? I don't believe she's in Slovenia. I think she... I, it looks like South Florida somewhere in okay. her pre- other post, but this one does not look... Like you don't know where she is in, in this particular picture. But she does have the the Tom Brady teddy bear stuffed in her pants. Okay. So here you go. Right there into her underwear. Little Tom Brady 12 teddy bear stuffed into the front of her underwear. I mean, to me, that's a, that's a message being sent. No?
2: Hey, she doesn't need to send a
1: message by doing that. She doesn't have to, and you just keep saying need. I mean, do people, like, do crazy people need to do anything? <laughs> like, she wants uh, to do this. Oh, I get it. You know, she's,
2: <laughs> she's into but it. But again, that, that photo tells me that they're not together, is what that photo tells me. Okay. She put a Vince Lombardi
1: quote in the caption. Somebody <laughs> did. Somebody did it for her. I firmly believe that any man's finest hour, the greatest fulfillment of all, that he holds dear is that moment when he has worked his heart out in a good cause and lies exhausted on the field of battle.
0: 69! <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. And then so, oh jeez, my God, that's loud! All right, so there we go. Let's oh here, here we go in the Tom Brady jersey, yes, authentic Tom Brady jersey with the teddy bear. With the teddy bear, go Bucks! Not at the game, not at the game. She's playing Trick Daddy's "Let's Go" in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, All right. and Trick then bear. she says, "I'm just sorry, but one guy cannot play for everyone on the field." TB, you did your best like always, but one piece of puzzle doesn't make a picture. It's a message to her boo right there. Very uh, well thought out. Probably texted him the same thing along with those pictures. So let me
2: ask you: Yeah, does he have somebody now, or is he? Is there a potential for this?
1: There's potential. I don't. I mean, I don't know that he's dating anybody. We all would know that by now. You would think so, but I'm I'm thinking there's potential. There's something going on here. Okay, listen. If you're Tom Brady and you see a picture of her with the teddy bear with number 12 stuffed down her underwear, you got to at least check it out. You got to at least send somebody to check it out. Let's get a full report on this one and we'll see. Let's do a whole download. Let's do. A, let's get, let's get all the information we can here. Yeah. No? I don't know. He's yeah, a single man so. now.
2: Yeah, I would think so. I think you would uh, definitely go and find out how old is she?
1: Uh, twenty something, in her twenties, late twenties, early twenties. I gotta look it up. What I mean, the matter?
2: matter? You know what? I she's mean, not twenty. I mean, you would like to have a nice conversation with
1: somebody. I think, <laughs> well, you wouldn't want a twenty-five-year-old a can't have a nice conversation. Well, it'd be a little bit difficult. You know with what Tom I'm saying? Tom Brady, she's twenty-six.
2: All right, so what? Twenty years younger. That's that's not too bad. <laughs>
1: I mean, listen, she's she's
2: a grown woman. You know, of legal age, oh, she's, she's grown, a single right. man. She's yeah. a grown
1: woman, all right. And that's right. Oh, yeah. Yep. So now it's all over the place. Tom Brady's model admirer, fired up for Buccaneers playoff game. only are all starred, over man. I give you that. Tom Brady love again, and she wears it. It's all over, just all over the place now. You, you brought it right here to this show. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, Jacob in Manhattan. What's going on, Jacob? Hey, guys, I was just wondering, was I the only one who thought that Tom Brady looked like he could have been a Jets quarterback last night, the way he was missing open receivers? Yeah, I mean, as Boomer said earlier, he made a Zach Wilson throw in the end zone. He hadn't made a uh, pick in the end zone in, what, three years, in the red zone in three years. And that was just brutal. And that was a, a terrible throw. But, yeah, I mean, you're right now. I don't know if if last night he's going to look at and be like, I just couldn't get the job done. I can't do this anymore. But he didn't look great last night, obviously.
0: I think people are going to
1: say it's because he's old. But he is, you know, the variable that's different, or at least one of them, this year versus last is that he's being coached by Todd Bowles. Listen, it's true. But don't you think, though, Jacob, I mean, I've heard that before. We talked about it earlier, and I think the whole team for sure has taken a step back with Todd Bowles. But don't you think Tom Brady, regardless of the head coach, is going to be prepared, focused, going to figure it out? Now, this year was different. Yeah, but
2: I still think you have that guy on the sideline, man, that puts his foot down. And you still got to have a a head coach who's not going to allow the players to run the team. Yeah. I mean the head coach is the guy that's got to run the team and, and Todd has never ever really put that you never feel that way when you're watching him. Now when he's a defense coordinator, everybody's lauding his defense for playing great against Patrick Mahomes, you know, in the uh you know, in the uh, Super Bowl. Then it's like, Hey, you know what, he deserves credit for that because he was the one that put the plan together.
1: Yeah. And there was some talk about how Tom Brady wanted Bruce Arians fired and then he retired and Bruce Arians left and then he came back because Bruce Arians wasn't there. So I don't know how true any of that is. But I don't see Tom as a guy who's also now going to get Todd Bowles fired if he wanted to stay in Tampa. Matt's in Huntington. What's going on, Matt? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking a call. Yes, sir. Actually, uh, boom. Um, shit, before I, I forget, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an old implant by marriage I've run into you a couple times in town. I actually put a VHS tape in my car for you next time I see you of uh, the Pam Anderson Tommy Lee video. I just can't believe that you didn't see that yet. Did I say I didn't see that? sure that was I, me? That was you two months ago. I couldn't. I, I didn't know there was a guy in the 50s in America that I hadn't seen. that. Did I yet. really? I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw that. I, I think you might be mistaking me for somebody else. I, I don't know. I forget some of the well, stuff I say, have, but I, I'm pretty sure I okay. saw that. I'll give it to you anyway, because you'll probably get a couple of bonus episodes in (laughs) Baywatch. All right, very good there. Uh Uh, Matt, what's up? I actually was calling you guys to say the same thing that Jacob was just saying. I really don't understand how he has a job, Todd Bolton, the head coach. And I was, why isn't Sean Payton being mentioned for that job? I'm sure Brady would come back on a two or three-year deal if that guy was there. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting question uh, but like i said but right before i took the call like i don't see brady doing an ultimatum and getting todd bowles thrown out of there i just don't see that like todd bowles didn't work out for the bucks this year but I, uh, tom brady pulling that power move in his last year sounds to me like uh the raiders would love to have him and he'd and probably I mean, love to be out there with josh mcdaniels and Devontae adams in
2: vegas the year that the super bowl is going to be in vegas and does he bring another super bowl to another home city while he's playing for that team
1: Yeah, I mean, and they definitely have weapons, as we know. I mean, they got one of the best wide receivers in football. They got one of the best tight ends in football. They got a very good good running back in Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, who knows what they do in the offseason? You know, there are a couple throws he makes last night (laughs) where you're like, okay, he's done. And then there are a couple throws where he makes last night.
2: You're like, I wish other quarterbacks would watch how he's throwing this ball. Yeah. I mean, when you have 66 attempts, you're going to have, especially the way that Dallas' defense was playing last night, they they basically got him off his spot, and they did what the Giants did to him in the
1: Super Bowl twice. That's right. Made him nervous with yeah, with rushing four sometimes yes.
0: too. Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
1: The clock at four. Doncic. The step back
0: three. You bitch. Music. You said my word.